0: Good day, nerds, and welcome to episode 261 of the Nerd Canteen Show. I'm your host, Ken. Joe, my co-host, Steve, we're going to recap this week's nerd news. We'll begin over in some entertainment talk with all of the shakeups going on in D.C., the video game awards, and some upcoming TV series and movies we think you'll be interested in. And then we'll jump over to tech with a class action lawsuit against a couple NFT holders. Our quick thoughts on the FTX debacle some social media news, and some space talk. A lot to get to. Let's get started. Calling back all nerds. Nerds! All right, and episode 261, we have taken a couple weeks off due to Life, uh, we're going to take a couple more weeks off until the, the new year. <laughs> yeah, steady taking uh, dick
1: punches in real life. Steady taking
0: them. <laughs> yep. And then we got some holiday time. We're going to take some time with the families, uh, and come back in, uh, in the new year. But we figure we can do one, uh, one quick wrap up show before we get there. Quite a few things have happened. We'll go over some of the bigger things that, uh, that we think are relevant to, to nerds out there and interesting to us. But before we get started, I guess any movies, any things that you've, uh, you've seen experience that you wanted to hit before before we go
1: uh i think we're good to, to start tackling these topics uh like yeah life is crazy i had my annual christmas party that shit got insane santa's no longer allowed to come to my house that was rowdy <laughs> <laughs> like literally mrs claus sent us a text and was like yeah don't call us next year <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you know oh, so shit. Santa's went. not. You know. So Santa's not banned. <laughs> you you are banned. You are on the naughty list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So you know shit went down here for the Christmas party. Yeah, there's more to that story, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, let's well, uh let's get into it. Let's. uh I did I did see a movie, and I'm going to see a movie tonight. Tonight's uh, Avatar Man Three. 3 hours 15 I, minutes. I'm I'm strapping in.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I'm going to be on a plane uh and then quite busy this weekend. I, I want to see it. I want to try to get to it, but I don't think it's happening. So, yeah, let's uh, I'm curious to hear, you know, your thoughts in a couple weeks when we recap kind of your thoughts on Avatar. But yeah, I I only put the movie on here because I know you saw Glass Onion. I knew you wanted to take a shot or I was curious if you're going to take a shot to just further your hate for Ryan. <sighs> He is the worst.
1: <laughs> like he is the absolute worst. He like so. So they released this on Netflix a week later. So did
0: I think it's I, out now? I don't think it's out. I think it's out this weekend. This but weekend, yeah, it's coming out. Re- re- yeah, real soon. So I'll try to only keep. A couple yeah, week- I'll try to delay. keep the
1: spoilers down because it is a, a. It's supposed to be a, a mystery. A mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. It's one of those things where. You know, a, a mystery movie's supposed to be like a a fun who done it to where at the beginning of the movie you're kind of like trying to follow along and and try to figure out who does what and this movie is more of a mystery in the sense of a cheaply done daytime soap opera. <laughs> Like, like when you get like, I'm trying I'm to do my best to not give anything away. But when you get to the end of the movie, when you find out like how it all went down and what's going on, it's literally like pulling things out of like left field. That you would have yeah. never suspected. Like you, there, there was no hint that this was this would have been a, in existence. You know, like if you go and watch the movie a second time and try to look for the clues in the beginning of the movie that would have got
0: you the conclusion at the end, they're not fucking there. They're not fucking there. Yeah. it's just, I can, and I can see that in any <sighs> mystery movie. Like it, they're just not. It's not a good format for such a. Like to actually keep suspense and actually give clues to where you could have figured it out without like just taking a leap and in inferring, but like actually seeing the clues. Mo- movies can't normally capture that.
1: Yeah. So, so literally this just turns out to be like a star studded fucking all my children episode where at the end you're just like you know it happened like this because of let's pull the curtain aside here this dude like (laughs) it's like where the fuck did that dude come from like who the fuck is that dude like how the fuck was i supposed to know this not to mention like i'll say it again why we have daniel craig giving the worst foghorn leghorn impression i've ever heard in my entire life you know it's he, He just, he overthinks shit, and he thinks he's being meta, and he thinks he's being, like, this groundbreaking dude. And no, you're just a shitty fucking director, a shitty fucking storyteller, and you try to cover it up with all these big names and, like, this, like, elaborate kind of, like, production. And I'm sorry, like, no, I don't give a fuck. It's still not a good movie. And, like, again... Some people are going to like it because people go in their movie theaters, they shut off their brain and like, just want, like, if you're entertained by it, that's fine. That's you. That's, that's, that's cool. <laughs> like, that's all right. Me? No, like, especially with a, a murder mystery and stuff like that. I want a little more. I want to look, I want, I want true suspense. I want true, like, just do better, man. Like, stop giving us dude money.
0: <laughs> well, I haven't seen it. I probably will watch it. And, uh, I'm sure I'll have the same opinion because I didn't care for the first one, but that's enough. I think that's enough for this, uh, this movie. I wanted to give you the the chance to, to shit on it. You did. (laughs) Let's move on to some news. Uh, (laughs) let's, uh, let's, let's go ahead and, uh, just jump right into some more movie news, but we've got, man, just a lot of shakeup in the last couple of days, uh, around the the DC stuff. James Gunn is, uh, I mean, he's, he's just moving forward. Making making some moves, we're starting to get an idea of of the direction that he's taking things. Uh, you know, one of the bigger ones that was initially revealed was that Wonder Woman three was not going to happen. Uh, you know, Patty Jenkins, the director, even took to and to she, Twitter yeah, and they like, posted a, a, a letter she wrote uh, because it, it it made it seem as though to some like it was. She took some her of the part. blame.
1: Yeah, she she the people inferred that it was a scheduling conflict with her or something like that, and she had to be like, "Look, nah, this ain't saying got nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, yeah. I love
0: Wonder Woman. I would have done it. I was planning on doing it." Yeah. She said that she even like, yeah, rearranged her schedule to some degree to to be able to, to be capable of doing Wonder Woman three, and she was all on board. Just DC's going in a different direction. <laughs>
1: You know, it turns out too. The uh, yesterday they they announced that Cables out for good. That there is no, you know, Henry Cable came out and uh, James Gunn both put out a, a a press release stating that you know he's they're gonna recast Superman in whatever direction they they go in DC from here on out. Which yep. which makes his appearance in Black Adam kind of like, well, now where does Black Adam sit? You know what I'm saying? If they're going to redo the universe I or mean, some shit. And like, there's,
0: there's been a lot of talk about Black Adam was a complete flop. And that's done too. I, you know, that was a big budget movie that didn't make a lot of money. Um, it's looking like Black Adam's on the chopping block as well. And I, I think, you know, there's... Henry Cavill was a good Superman. I, I did like him as as Superman. I think... This makes sense, though, right? You bring in James Gunn, you you want him to be the Kevin Feige, you want him to have this big long vision, right? Kevin Feige's visions for Marvel movies is is a decade deep. It might be longer than that, right? Like Kevin Feige's probably got forty years written out. And do you do you really start a new vision? We knew he wasn't going to keep with the current direction DC was going. So, it best case scenario it was just going to be a reboot with Henry, Henry Cavill, but it wasn't going to be continuing off the storylines that existed. And if you're going to start new and start a new journey for the DC franchises, you might want a younger Superman. Well, I just right? hope like, they kind of do How long it, is he going to do that? Like when
1: they in like with Marvel when they brought the Hulk in and they they changed, you know, uh actors with the Hulk, they didn't make a new Hulk origin. They just said the Edward Norton Hulk still counts. Just a new, this is the new hope. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I don't need to see Superman crash land on Earth again. I don't need I to see it. I don't need to see Bruce Wayne's parents die again. I don't need to, can we just not waste a two hour movie in three years of production? to get to a point where these characters exist, these characters are known, let's just let's just fucking move forward. You know, like that's that's my kind of concern with this is that do we have to start over again from fucking scratch with all this bullshit?
0: No, I don't think we do, but like, you know, maybe it not that it was a great movie, but Pattinson's the Batman, like it didn't dive deep into that part of of the origin. It was really just started with him being Batman. Yeah, just give me a right? montage, like, man.
1: Give me a montage or a
0: flashback. I, I, but I, I think you have to give, if you're excited about James Gunn taking on DC, I think you have to give him the space to get a younger Superman and start closer to the origin. I agree. Like, we don't have to go, we don't have to spend 30 minutes deep diving into him crash landing and learning about his powers as a teenager and like all the, like, we don't need to do the slow crawl into a capable Superman. Um, but you got to let him, you got to let him have the young Clark Kent Superman to, to have a vision that's going to last twenty something years, and Henry Cavill, who's probably what mid- early forties now, like you weren't doing that with him.
1: Well, it depends on where you're taking it. If you're taking it from, you know, an established Superman into Kingdom Come Superman, where he's old and gray, then yeah, you do you you can keep a cable. You could get three movies of him where he's still somewhat youthful. And then in the fourth and fifth movie, he's got some gray and there are plenty of old man Superman stories to tell as well. You know, like, so, so like, I see your point. I, I kind of agree that if we're going to start over a universe, then let's start with some youth. But you could have told 10 to 15 years worth of stories with a cable Superman, had it, uh, canon with the comics and told certain stories around superman's age you know what i mean like you could
0: have and some of that some of that would have been would have been good to see um i mean my hope is is
1: that by the third movie of the trilogy you know they're going to do some infinite earths kind of shit where there are multiple supermans what marvel's doing with the multiverse they're going to bring in other you know people again um if they do an infinite earth they could always bring cable back in to play the kingdom come superman just like they did with spider-man you know yeah, Tobey Maguire's old as shit, and he just played the old Super or Spider Man. You know, like they could, they he. I I think he will don the cape again. Let's put it like that. I don't think he's done.
0: I thought James Gunn said that he was considering using Henry Cavill as a as a different character within DC. Yeah,
1: I'm assuming Kingdom Come Superman.
0: yeah uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, all right, but yeah, there's still a lot of shakeup going on. I think it's, I think it's still unknown the direction of some of the other things, right? Like Aquaman two is, is canned and done. And a lot of money spent on that. That's going to come out. It's probably not going to be tied to anything. The flash movie that's coming out. That that movie really shit the bed. (laughs) 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 And then from there, everything else is a chop on the chopping block. Like what's going to happen with the Batman. I, I don't think that's, that's a guarantee that that's going to move forward. Robert Pattinson's Batman, um, I, I, well, at we'll this see. point, at
1: this point, the only thing that I'm really waiting for in is Peacemaker season two, bro. Like, I'm so down for that. Like, what about Shazam two? You like the
0: first Shazam? I do like Shazam two. Well, I mean, out. that's
1: coming out, but I, I mean, as far as non movies in the can, you know what I mean? Because, like, who knows if Shazam yeah. counts anymore? Like, all this shit is is up for fucking grabs. So, whatever they do going forward, out of you know. Out of all that, the one thing I do know is that James Gunn's got a huge hit with Peacemaker. I don't think he's going to scrap that. So let's let's get Peacemaker season two out of this motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, out of uh, the DC news, there, let's talk a little bit of video games. Just a quick, uh, you know, minute on the the game awards came out for 2022 awards, and I don't know. Long story short. Elden Ring and game and uh, God of War. That's it. They they won everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything that wasn't like a specific genre, of fighting game or sports game or whatever else. And I mean, and rightly so. Though I like I I have them both.
1: I didn't beat Elden Ring. That game was too difficult for me. Like I am <laughs> too old and do not have the patience or time to to really get into the weeds of that game. It was beautiful to play. Like I did did do a nice chunk of it. Um. It was amazing. I beat God of War not last night, the night before. Got through the storyline, uh, did most of the side quests. I'm like 60, 70% complete. Um, both games, are man, are fucking amazing. They're just phenomenal to, to play through. Um, you know, I'm more of a God of War guy just cuz I need I need a bit of a rail system. You know, I I I, I think I have ADHD, so you give me a game where you can pick up every item and go anywhere in the world and there's no like no like arrow on the map pointing you to where the main storyline is like i'm fucked (laughs) i'm totally i'm totally fucked like i just get so distracted and next thing you know i'm i've been wandering around a world for an hour and a half with a bag full of spoons that i don't need and fighting (laughs) bosses i'm not supposed to fight yet like and it just i don't i don't have fun and and i just put it down you know so like god of war is more my speed it's like hey here's the main storyline but you don't have to go do that you can go off in the world and do all these other little things first if you want to get nice and strong before you fight that big boss and it's like yeah that's my jam right here right here this is my wheelhouse <laughs> like, and and just like graphically they're both games are amazing you know you could you could at any point in the game just stop walking and and look around and just be amazed with with the scenery and you know the god of war story is man I don't know if it's just me, you know, cause we lost our dad a long time ago and it's his father son story and shit like that. But like, man, gut punch, a lot of them, you know, to see, to see Kratos, you know, this character that for five games prior to the new, uh, the new kind of like, uh, Norse mythology. It was just a button smasher, you know. Like, yeah. it, I think they really built this game for like our generation. Cause, you know, when we're younger, 20 years ago, when it comes out, it's we're just smashing buttons, killing mad shit. There's fucking yeah. pixelated titties. You're fucking, you know what I mean? You're having a grand old time fucking just playing this like brutal blood and gore and nudity fucking game. And then now we're all older and we have kids and this and that. And then they switch it to the, to not being a button. Masher really, but this close-up, like intricate story arc with this father-son dynamic, and like I, I can't say enough like how well they have just treated this entire franchise, let alone these games.
0: Yeah, which yeah, because into I guess the next story, you know, they've treated the franchise well. Is Amazon going to do the same thing, right? So we get news this week as well that God of War is getting turned into a live-action TV series uh, on on Amazon Prime. You know me. I'm always TV series over movie. Like I, I, I respect. Like if you did it as a movie, and say you did the first game as a movie, like the what you can do with him, like climbing the Titans and all that stuff on a movie is going to be way better than what Amazon Prime is going to be able to put together. But at the same point in time, Amazon Prime isn't a slouch on these big kind of set piece movies. I,
1: I liked what they did with Lord of the Rings. I don't understand how they spent that much money. Like after watching it, and now I think about like how it was like this billion dollar production. Like I don't understand where all the money went.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's just some like liberal tax write offs going on there. You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) The the company. I feel like like they they built an entire studio that they're using for other things, and they're calling that you know just the cost of that movie for a yeah. Whatever reason, I, yeah, it seems to be a little crazy uh, what they say they spent, but no, they they did a good job with that. Even you know the the Wheel of Time show,
1: I have to pick that back up. I, I watched the first episode and it felt a little cheesy, and first I had other shit to watch, bit. so I never got. It does back. pick
0: up towards the in the in the season and get a little closer to to the characters and stuff from the books. Um, still, it, it's not. It's definitely not a great. First season, um, but it's good. Uh, I, I still enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm a big fan of the Wheel of Time series, so so I stuck with it. I mean, but it has- still like visually, it still looks really good. It's done well. Uh, there's and so I think that they can still do a TV series, live action with God of War, and still do good graphics, not movie quality, but good special effects and graphics for the, the for the creatures and everything else that's that's going to go into it. I think they can do it just fine.
1: Yeah, I mean. Just bring in some good writers, uh, adapt the story as close as you can to the games because the story is already, you know, amazing and, and just try to, yeah, try not to fuck it up.
0: Yeah. Well, to keep just, uh, plugging away at all these topics we have another, just interesting. I had to talk about it because this was, yeah, this is your generation. Interesting, Yeah. This is my generation here, uh, we get we get a Transformer Rise of the Beast trailer. So we've known it's coming. It's been talked about in rumors. We get a trailer, and I don't like it. <laughs> I, I
1: just I know I know I was gonna say I, don't I like know it one I know
0: bit. you know our other brother Sam's gonna be mad.
1: He's gonna, yeah. he gonna be mad. <laughs>
0: I don't I don't like it one bit. It's not. This isn't the Beast Wars I grew up in. No, they they did not. Go to, they no, didn't it's... go to a planet and scan around. And was like, oh shit, there's no cars here. Let's let's <laughs> mimic these these animals. It's like, no, oh, they're they're on a planet still. They're on this planet with all these cars and trucks, and they've just been hiding as animals. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, like like that's the
1: thing is like before it was yeah. There's no humans. It was it was the the prehistoric time when they land. So they they just became these beasts. You know, but now I'm supposed to believe that these highly intelligent alien robots land on Earth and decide the way they're going to blend in is to be a fucking 40 foot tall gorilla.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, like, I don't like it. Like they landed right in the middle of like a King Kong screening and they're like, oh, yep, I got this one. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know how they're going to explain it. Like, just, I don't know why they take this franchise and just totally
0: like it's the worst like <laughs> <laughs> I have not enjoyed the, any of the recent like it the first Transformers movie was fun to see everything after that was is just like a it's a significant decline Uh And this one I, don't, I, I there's a good chance I don't even watch it at any point in time I don't think I watched the last Transformers I can't I cannot remember
1: well, you know um, I gotta know like, I, got, I gotta know. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're gonna go see him, but... You know, I just, yeah. yeah, I just don't know.
1: Because this is Michael Bay again, right? Like, he came back for this one. I think so. Yeah, yeah I,
0: I don't I don't remember off the top of my head, but...
1: Yeah, I, I just don't understand what his fascination with is, like, it, it's so... They just spend it,
0: all the time, like, trying to figure out, like, what weird, interesting ways they can roll in and out of transformations. They don't actually concern themselves with, like, a coherent story or whatever else. It's... it's way more time is spent on like thinking through how they can do weird transitions in weird settings. Well, this from would have
1: been a great way to like
0: reboot it without having to
1: reboot it. You know what I mean? This is just, they could have just did a different time period, different Transformers yeah. and, and told a better story, but no, they're going to try to weave it in to the yeah. continuation of shit. Like, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, i do
0: not happy, but let's keep moving. We can move out of TV, movies, and entertainment. Let's uh, let's let's jump into some tech. We got a, quite a few tech topics. Some of these that I'm I'm afraid might take us a minute to go through. Uh, the first one's just a, an interesting one here. So we've got celebrity. Pro- uh, they're calling them promoters, right? But celebrities that purchase board apes, some of them promoting it, right? As far as saying that they have them or whatever else, they're again getting, getting sued in a class action lawsuit. And I guess. I, I did pay attention, right? Plenty to NFTs of that. But there's a lot of celebrities in here that I didn't even pay attention to. The fact that they all own board apes.
1: Oh yeah, like it, it, it's it's like a designer bag or something like that. Like they all had to have it at one point, you know?
0: Yeah. So you know, you got Madonna, Kevin Hart, Steph Curry, Snoop Dogg, Serena Williams, Post Malone, The Weekend, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I think Paris Hilton. It, Justin Bieber. (laughs) From from what
1: what I've heard too is because I'm in a like affiliated kind of NFT project where a lot of Bored Ape owners are in it. Um, A big appeal was being able to get into the Discord. You know, so you have a lot of celebrities and a lot of rich people that wanted a Bored Ape and would pay six figures for it just to be allowed into a Discord that has Snoop Dogg, The Weekend. Madonna, Jimmy Fallon, you know what I mean. Like, when yeah. are you, when are you gonna log into Discord and be like in in like a an L.A. swanky kind of like digital nightclub? You know what I mean. Like, it was your it was your ticket to admission. So, I like I know the like it wasn't just like an investment, or I have like I have a board, ape kind of like thing. It was a lot of it was this like celebrity networking opportunity for, for people to rub elbows with, with people they might not have access to.
0: Yeah. So in this class action lawsuit, they're just essentially uh, claiming that all of these individuals were, were pumping these up and, uh, attempting to inflate the value, buying them and being promoters, not just like owners of it, but but promoters of it, uh, and trying to, to blame them for the loss as board apes are not worth what they once were. Uh, and Apecoin specifically is down ninety percent uh, from from its high. So interesting where this is gonna go. I, I, I mean, but with I ApeCoin, would actually hope like, that I, this
1: doesn't stick. I, I saw somebody that I know that has a board ape that um, was saying that if you got your ape coin an airdrop and then immediately staked it. Um, at this point right now, you're making like $350 a day with, with your staking, which is still kind of like insane. Like I know it's not, you know, when you're talking about the, the ceiling of what this project was, but I mean, Yuga's still doing pretty well amongst their owners. Like, you know, sorry if you bought it in for a half a million and it's only worth a hundred grand right now, you know, way to be late to the, to the game, but you know, to be able to sue, like, I don't, know, I don't like. This is a yeah, frivolous lawsuit. It's about,
0: I'm hoping it doesn't win, not because I care to protect celebrities, but because I just don't. I don't think it has has merit here. So in the end, it's just an interesting lawsuit. I'm sure somewhere along the way, we're going to talk about it, t- talk about the outcome of it. Uh, people will be paying attention to it, and we'll uh, we'll also be be watching it on the news. But let's talk about, I guess, way more significant. Uh, <laughs> legal ramifications in the crypto world and uh sam bankman Fried, who is the founder of uh ftx the ceo at the time of ftx we talked a couple weeks ago about like just the epic collapse of ftx uh and when well, you dig
1: into this too there's a lot that has to tie in with that alameda because i know like ftx might not have had a lot of popularity with people in the you know just in the public sphere uh due to to lack of crypto but like a lot of people knew what Alameda was you know that was more of a banking kind of like establishment so there's a yeah, lot yeah. more peop- Alameda
0: was a hedge fund yeah, that was, a was lot associated more people.
1: with FTX yeah you know so and so they're they're both tied in this together
0: yeah absolutely um and Sam Bankman-Fried though is is now there've been charges filed against him they're looking to put him in jail for for some good period of time uh they're essentially trying to put him on like Bernie Madoff level that you know where whereas he wants the world to believe that really this fell and the collapse happened really just due to incompetence and that's that's what i'm sure his lawyers are telling him is hey just just tell everybody you're an idiot and you screwed this up." i'm not a thief Uh, i'm just dumb (laughs) but but when like the federal filings dig into the fact that yes ftx failed by being terribly over leveraged so when the Crypto market crashed, they could not keep up. And then they were essentially paying out people with borrowed money. uh, And that continued to cycle until they couldn't pay people out anymore because they ran out of even what borrowed funds they had. Uh, And ultimately, that's all happening while he's selling and withdrawing millions and buying millions of dollars worth of real estate in the Bahamas. He's got tons of properties that him and his his parents, who are real estate agents, I think, down there uh, just buying up massive areas in the Bahamas, uh, spending tons of money, political donations all over the place, being one of the most significant political donors during the well, period that's of time. One of the,
1: that's one of the charges that they're really going to try to hit him with is yep. illegal campaign donations, which... I hope they get them. But then again, like if he's donating on one end, the people who receive those donations also, like we're going to see some politicians, I think, get up, get brought up on some charges with this too, or at least they should.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very possible that it's going to go in that, that realm. Um, so yeah, really, really curious to see how this is going to shape out over, over the next coming, you know, probably a year your year, two years how and long this is, this take is to, just a horrible story
1: for, for crypto in general you know all the crypto haters and 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 skeptics you know this is just a, a real big you know horrible skid mark on on the you know defy community and and just it's you know yeah because now everybody's just saying oh gee you know you know, a magician selling magic internet money steals everybody like, gee, who would have thought of that? And it's like, okay, I get it. Like, <laughs> you're
0: partly right, you know. Yeah, okay, you're not wrong. <laughs> it, like, you're not wrong. A lot of people trusted a lot of money with getting great returns and not asking, where are these returns coming but, like, from? This, this what happens, are you doing?
1: This happens in the stock world it does. all the time. You know, so like yeah, this it, it isn't a crypto banking, problem.
0: Sure. This is a finance problem. Yeah, and the, the scale of it and the speed of it can happen in crypto faster because it's an unregulated market. Um Yeah, and it's highly volatile. I I, yeah, I think there there are things that is unique to the crypto market that took place here, but the the principles behind what happened here is is not unique to uh to to crypto but it's still man it's just an ugly black eye that the crypto world's going to going to live with for for a long time. Yeah, if you had money uh, on FTX, I, I
1: hope you got it out. I really do. I hope I hope you got it out. Yeah. And uh, you know, you're not one of the man, God knows how many people that lost a lot of money. I mean, if you look like I I keep laughing anytime someone shares it, but like the amount of celebrities that tied themselves to FTX like Oh yeah. <laughs> It's It was staggering, man. Tom Brady mad.
0: Yep. Tom Brady mad. Was it Mr. Wonderful uh, from Shark, Shark Tank? I yeah. think it was like $15 million. Fucking Larry uh,
1: David. Th- Larry David was doing FTX commercials.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, really interesting. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll that's another one that over the next several months, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the outcome of that trial as it continues. All right. And other crazy news. I was to say, yeah, you got the lead on this one. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, without getting into like the real thick of it and getting too political or anything, um, for those that have lived under a rock for the last two weeks, um, Elon Musk. That's me. Yeah, Elon <laughs> Musk owns uh, Twitter, and in the name of like transparency of how Twitter operated prior to his owning, he did a massive file dump to. Uh, multiple uh news sources uh Eb being one barry Weiss being another uh there's a few more um but he basically just kind of gave them open reign to the uh company slack channel emails uh files how you know the, the how the banning system works and it turns out that Twitter was lying to the entire nation for a long time. Um, yep. They have always stated that shadow banning didn't exist. It wasn't a thing. Um, no, it was a thing. And they used it quite often and quite frequently. Um, the way they talked about it in their Slack channel of how they used it and, and why they used it was just amazing of how in the company openly they did it. But in the public sphere, they tried. They like. To me this this whole thing whether you think it's a big deal or not is like a conspiracy theorists like wet dream like yep everybody that said they knew that this was happening got called crazy and you're just like no you're just mad that your are you know your followers this or your 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 channel sucks or this and that and it turns out no like they they purposefully were were taking people off the feed hiding their hiding their uh their suppressing certain topics yeah uh you know the the hunter biden laptop story was one of the most famous ones that that everybody was shutting down um and that's kind of like what pushed us to this point of the release but it wasn't just that it was you know anything that that you don't want to say Twitter as a company because like Jack, Jack Dorsey amazingly didn't know a lot of what was going down inside his own company. This was basically like a large group of activists overcome, overtaking middle management of Twitter and doing whatever they wanted with the company. Like it was, it was amazing. And just imagine, you know, it's, you know, Silicon Valley is very left leaning. So it did lean very heavily towards liberals, but conservatives aren't innocent in this either. Um, they, they had access to some of the middle management, just not as much access, you know? So for every, every, five liberals that were taking down tweets and shadow banning and this and that, there was one conservative in there getting a call from the Trump administration or some conservative to, to take down or, or block, you know, whatever tweet that they wanted. Um, also turns out that, uh, the, the higher ups of the, the, the board were, We're having weekly meetings with the FBI, you know, like, so, so like the, the, the whole thing was always like, this isn't a first amendment issue. Uh, Twitter can ban and block whatever they want. They're a private company. Uh, I don't think you can rest on that argument once it comes out that they were having weekly fucking meetings with the FBI over what was a real story. What's not a real story. This is a fake. This is like... Like to me, that's a clear violation of the first amendment. You have a government entity taking down, you know, people's speech and, and whatnot. This goes so deep and we're only like halfway in. They're still reviewing, reviewing paperwork and, and the, the documentary that is going to come out from this, I think is going to be, you know, I eye, really eye opening on, you know, how, if, if Twitter's doing this, then what the fuck do you think? You know, we already know Facebook does this. What the fuck do you think Google is doing? You know what I mean? Like, like we rely on, on all these tech companies for information and we base, you know, our, our opinions, we base our life choices all on this this information that we feel is a unfiltered kind of access the internet you have you have the world's information at your fingertips no you don't you really don't have the world's information you have the information that these CEOs these middle management people the FBI you have the information they want you to have and i think that's the biggest takeaway whether you're a liberal or a conservative whether you think this is not a big deal or if you think this is a huge deal i think you need to to all pull back and look at the big picture here and question yourself well if this was if this was the person i hated most doing this would i be upset rather you know like the the implications of how we build our thoughts and how we form our opinions is being tampered with, and I think that is the 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 thing people are losing sight of when they just point their hatred at Elon or point their heroism at Elon. Um, this is this is I think for this generation is huge. You know, I mean they. They had a president resign because he was opening filing cabinets for the opposition party. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had a president, <laughs> we had a president resign because he went in some filing cabinets in the middle of the night. Like, we yeah, had, we, I mean, we, we also had, had people break into that office. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, well, I mean, so we've had, we had both administrations. Not, not have to break in, you know, just because the, the, the people that work there, you know, is an inside job. You could say that the, the shareholders and CEO had no clue of this, but employees were letting people in through the back door to basically do the same thing, you know, so they, no, they didn't have to break a lock to do this, but they, it was an inside job. <laughs> like it was, it was a clear inside job, you know, so I suggest people, uh, do a little bit of deep dive into this. Don't, think too much on the specifics of the the political aspect of this or the details but actually take a take a step back and think of the implications and the scale of of how this all goes down because whether you like it or not you have to admit that suppressing stories suppressing discussions suppressing opinions does shape how our society Moves, you know, society. We, we're, it's a big ship. It's hard to steer left and right. But when you have people like this kind of taking a hold of the rudder for a long time, it's pretty easy to to start to start moving that ship again.
0: Yeah, I haven't truly sat down long enough to to go through. All of the Twitter files and stuff like that. But oh, I was of Michael that Jackson with a puck
1: bucket of popcorn
0: for this whole fucking
1: thing, man.
0: Yeah. I, was, I was fucking, <laughs> I was in it. There's there's plenty of parts in this stuff that, that I look at and I say, well, what would I have wanted Twitter to have done differently? And some of it, I don't know. I, I'm, again, I, I'm not a, i I'm not a, hey, you censor Twitter and that's a violation of free speech. It's not. Like, we, we do want some level of transparency and and I capability. I mean, but when you
1: have the FBI so, telling them to take certain things down, now now you're now you're so getting it the FBI the weeds told them it. to take stuff down, so, but so I thought the, they
0: used the FBI as a fact checker um no, and it was so, still ultimately Twitter's decision to take stuff down. The FBI didn't tell them to take things down. No,
1: so that is correct. But what they did do was go into Twitter and say, "Hey, uh we've had some Russian hacking and you're going to get some information, uh, in the next couple weeks. And we we're going to say that it's Russian disinformation when the FBI knew it was true. You know what I mean? Twitter should have known it was true. Like I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that they just listened I, to the FBI. Um,
0: I, I was just, I'd have to look at what, what you're talking about specifically. One, um, it's the
1: Hunter Biden laptop story. Um, they knew it was coming down before, uh, The, who was it that released it? It was the, uh, post on the New York Post. Um, they knew the New York Post was releasing a story. So they went to Twitter, they went to Facebook and told them flat out that, like, hey, this is going to be, you know, we believe this is hacked information. Don't release it. Blah, blah, blah. It wasn't hacked. It wasn't stolen. You know what I mean? Is,
0: yeah. But that's on the FBI, not on Twitter. No, it's I, I not. Think so, but, but either I think way, Twitter like, should take
1: that stuff down. But but like, it's a First Amendment
0: violation. Like no, in, in, I, in, I, it's not, and it's the, it's not a First Amendment violation. And like I said, I don't know what I would want Twitter to do differently. Let's we can. There's going to be there are going to be times in the future of social media where Russians, Chinese, like let's say. There's if it's facts aggression should, by either one of it, those countries. If it's but, facts, I don't but, care who releases you, it. If it's facts, it's gotta, facts. Uh, but in the end, this is why I say I don't blame Twitter. Sure, we can blame the FBI. Yeah,
1: I'm but blaming the, the FBI, FBI for that. I'm blaming if, the FBI for that for sure. 100%. Department of
0: Homeland Security, right? If there's actually like aggressive actions against this country ever, ever in the future, there will be a disinformation campaign by the Russians and the Chinese saying that it's not happening, right? That's saying it's all it's all a lie. You would want the fbi you would want somebody to notify twitter and stuff and say like hey suppress those things right like when when ukraine was first getting invaded there were disinformation campaigns from the russians saying that they weren't invading and then when they did invade and it was known well yeah when the when the missiles Russia hit took poland over the country, when the
1: missiles hit poland it instantly everybody rushed to uh, it's russian missiles and actually you know it was ukrainian missiles and and like this and that we needed to wait yeah. And like you don't want news stories that are false flooding virally throughout. Like I get that point, but at the same time, the FBI and that's, not a
0: viola- that's not a violation of the First Amendment. That's to, not to a, that's not a
1: violation of the First Amendment. But the FBI putting pressure on a social media company to suppress information that they know is factual under the lies of disinformation—that is a violation of freedom of
0: speech. Right, but I don't blame Twitter for it. No, I don't blame Twitter, but the
1: <laughs> FBI should be held accountable. That so, so I think I think we're in agreement. I think we're just a misunderstanding. I don't believe Twitter should be sued for that or anything like that. I do believe they have some kind of, you know, why why they have weekly meetings and and everything with the FBI. I don't think I think they went a little far with maybe. With, I,
0: I think it's actually responsible though. Um, I, I think during not when you're not an honest player season. in this. So
1: so the FBI isn't an honest player in this. The people that were meeting with the FBI weren't honest players in this. So that's where I think you get into a lot of the bullshit. If 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 the people hmm. that were overseeing this are trustable, then then yes, I, I do believe that, that you have a point. But we have proof that both entities had agendas and ulterior motives and used used their power to to influence, you know, a massive amount of people and in society into a direction that they wanted they wanted to see. And that's where it gets really scary. Because you have the I think the right opinion in theory, but in execution, I don't know if it could ever be achieved. Because people will always have bias, people will always have ulterior motives. It has been proven now multiple times that the FBI and the government just can't be fucking trusted. <laughs> so, I, so like in theory, I I do agree with you. You know, it'd be nice if we can trust these these people. You know, with it, but in the end, you know, I I, I don't I don't want. I would rather have. The Chinese try to push a, a a disinformation campaign, and we just educate our society to a point where we we're able to discern that ourselves, rather than having a small group of people be the gatekeepers of information for all of America and the world.
0: I don't know. I said I, I think. It, it's a tough problem i don't think it's going to go away yes you can't trust the government but at the same point in time you kind of have to trust the government in in, in certain matters i mean the, this they're, this they're is they're just the, the, the only the, ones who would have the the accurate information they're just like focusing
1: all right now on the the twitter dumps for the the political side of it with the trump administration the biden administration the january 6th the banning of trump like um You know, the shadow bands and how that operates, that's what they've dropped so far. Wait till they do the COVID dump. Just fucking wait till they do the COVID dump and we (laughs) see how fucking intricate this fucking was. Like, and, and again, this is one company that has a very, a large size you know it it's a large company but in the scale of our social media and information is a is kind of a smaller piece of the pie right you know when you talk yeah. about with the the power that a company like google has and facebook has more users as well you know if this is just what twitter was doing that's the tip of the fucking iceberg man
0: yeah i don't know like we'll We'll see here in there's gonna be more data dumps coming out of Elon coming out of Twitter and stuff and you know maybe somewhere down the road they're gonna to have to legislate this and figure this out but i I like I said the the little that I have read into this and looked into it, um, I just don't know what I would want Twitter to do differently. In a lot of the disregards. I don't, I don't actually hold Twitter accountable very much on this. Um, in future instances, I would say Twitter should err on the side of listening to the government again. I mean, they were banning—I so don't know—they I know were where. banning
1: scientists. They were banning anybody. Like anytime there was a tweet put up that they didn't like, they were just sending emails. Hey, here's here's five links of 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 t- tweets that we want you to look at, and then Twitter would just. Email them back. All right, got it. Handled. Done. Like yeah. there was no oversight. There was no critical thought in this. There was yeah. no in those instances. Like, like you know what I mean. You, you, well. you kind of have to be concerned about this because it may be the party that you agree with doing it now, and you may not think it's a big deal. But everybody who doesn't think it's a big deal now, if it turned out that this was going on in the Trump administration for four years, I guarantee their fucking hair would be on fire. Yeah. Well.
0: All right, we beat this topic up plenty. Uh, let's move to a couple other stories here. Um, I'm just going to mention this one r- real quickly. Not a lot of details on it, but there was a big league of users uh, from Facebook. We're about other social media companies in, in, uh, in Ireland. They're they're suing them for two hundred seventy seven million dollars. So good on you, Ireland. Uh, glad you guys yeah, yeah, have data get, privacy get laws. Get your
1: Facebook check. We got ours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go get but, go get your. Glad Facebook you check. guys have
0: have data privacy laws over there, and uh, and and go go get them uh, for for this. That's all we need to really say about that one. This yep. next one's a little more interesting. TikTok uh, CEO has explained how the us data will be kept out of china uh, and this is just them still going <laughs> lying on their campaign to our face. <laughs> uh, saying that there's absolutely no way that china could gain access to anything they have never had access to it's it. They would not have access to that, it in the it's already been proven that
1: it's a lie it's already been proven and that's that's a complete lie i don't lie. think it's
0: been proven i don't think we had proof that the government uh, had access but but we just we imply a lot of of access uh and we, we think in, in times of, of need, China would just obligate this information. Um, I don't understand Indiana how TikTok we take CEO. down
1: an app like Parler, but we let TikTok ride. <laughs> I don't understand and how that's a thing.
0: I, it's, it is interesting. And right now, the TikTok CEO is saying like, they're the actually the only non-politicized social media company out there. Uh, they're not helping the Chinese. They're not in any way participating in politics. They're the only social media company that doesn't allow political ads. Uh, they, of, of any type, regardless of party or affiliation or, or whatever else. They they have a, a 100% ban against any political ads on their platform. Uh, that's not so what we're concerned about. They're trying to stay out of everything. Yeah, that's
1: not what we're concerned. You don't have to and, run a
0: political ad to be political in this day and age. Right. And, and meanwhile, today, Senate proposed a bill to ban TikTok off of all government devices, and <laughs> which to me is still... It's still interesting that that needs like a congressional act and that can't just be something that like is just written in I thought in a they policy banned it. I thought somewhere. they banned it. Did they just ban it militarily? The DOD banned yeah, it. The yeah, the DOD. Now they're, so. to do, now they're trying to ban it across all government any any government employee anywhere in the country uh cannot have TikTok on a personal on a government device. Cuz uh, like I I so, I want to
1: say I, I've seen something recently where In your terms of service, not only do you give it permission to scrape all your data, but you know how like phones talk to each other when they're in the same room, uh, to for advertising purposes and stuff. You're also giving it permission to scrape the data off the phone you're standing next
0: to. Like, I don't know if that's true. Man, they break down the code. There's a lot like, go ahead, look that shit up. Maybe in the code. In the terms of service, I don't think that's true. Like, that would get eaten up, eaten alive by lawyers. (laughs) Code, terms of service, what's the fucking matter? Is it doing it or not? That's all I give a shit about. Yeah. I'm just saying I think you're giving false information here. Okay, FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Take down my tweet, dickhead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, if you believe the TikTok CEO, then uh, your your data's safe. If you believe everybody in the intelligence community and uh, and well, uh, like we we, we did a lot of joking on, on this show
1: about nerd cantina tinfoil hats and stuff like that, and it's turning out that those tinfoil hats. We're pretty in style. <laughs> like, for, yeah, some some like, of them work. It's it's coming out now. Real well. Some of them, like, <laughs> some of them were 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 very well designed tinfoil fucking hats that need to be fucking worn. it's all I'm trying to say is we we've done a lot of stories where we're like this sounds really conspiracy theorish. And man, it's been three years since we started this show. Turns out, right now, hey man maybe we shouldn't have been joking too much about that the shit's fucking getting crazy.
0: All right. Let's talk just a couple of little uh science, technology, space t- stuff uh as we close out this this new year here or this old year, get ready for the new year. Uh first one is this week we we achieved a net positive nuclear fusion uh reaction uh here in the United States. Um it's a it's a scientific breakthrough to, to some degree. Um, don't, don't think that we're anywhere close to having nuclear fusion, like power reactors. That's but it is a huge still step. many, many decades away. Yeah,
1: It's still a huge uh, step. And I mean, but it's- yeah,
0: it, it's, it, it's, it's definitely proves that nuclear fusion can be gained. Uh, it can be created and actually have a net positive reaction, produce more el- electricity than it, uh, than it took, uh, which on the surface sounds, sounds pretty awesome. Uh, now they just have to figure out a way to do it and sustain that energy production which is a completely different problem.
1: Well, for me the the big uh hump to get over is just nuclear anything, right? Like we we have fission and we're still not building more nuclear power plants in the day and age of of energy crises, you know, so so with the position we have on nuclear energy period currently, even if the Fusion technology was to be ramped up and we figured this thing out in a decade, I still don't have much hope that we're yeah, going to we actually harness gonna, the power. Yeah, like, no, you know, because it, it blows my mind. We have, we have. There's, there's how many submarines in the ocean right now running off nuclear reactors? We have nuclear reactors in in places all over, and the only ones people ever want to think about are Chernobyl and Fukushima. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, like it, it, ignore the dozens of other completely fine nuclear reactors providing power and, and doing good things for the world. Ignore all that. Ignore the fact that nuclear technology since those accidents have, has drastically gone up. You know, everyone you know, thinks about the, you know, the Homer Simpson toxic waste, you know, dumping like gigantic barrels of, of waste into the ocean and this and that there's barely any waste anymore. There's like none. You know what I mean like it's 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 like you know if it was a barrel before it's a shot glass now, you know so so it's it doesn't give me much faith that even as we figure out this technology that that it'll ever be publicly used, yeah, we're gonna have faster subs we're gonna you know we might have some space station- some some spacecrafts and some fighter jets that use this shit, but as far as like us not having an electric bill anymore. Uh, don't get your fucking hopes up. Yeah. well, oh. Hey
0: man, science. But let's talk about, yeah, some future uses of, uh, uh of nuclear fusion. Maybe, maybe out in space. Maybe that's, uh, that's, that's where we'll actually feel comfortable using nuclear fusion somewhere in the many decades away. Uh, yeah, let's incinerate the moon. And we got a little bit of space news here. And really, I think the last time we recorded was the launch, the initial launch of Artemis one had happened like that day or the day prior. Yep. um, Destroyed the 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 uh, platform that that it launched from. Uh, the, the the rocket was incredibly impressive and powerful. Uh, Artemis One completed its journey, did its loops around the moon, uh, returned the uh, the the orbiter, the the space shuttle itself still intact, uh, and ultimately. Like Artemis One was, hooray, a, a triumph. We repeated stuff that we did in the 1970s. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, honestly I find it's hard like, to be so excited about it because it is like literally, like that. That that's the accomplishment. That's the accomplishment is that. Hey, with modern technology, we just proved that we could do something that we did in 1972. It's like
1: it's like watching your 30 year old kid do a somersault.
0: It's like <laughs> it's like you're not. You
1: know, yeah, thirty years ago it was pretty cool. Like, hey, look at look what you could do. And then, yeah, thirty years later, it's like, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, look look what I could do. And it's like, oh, Jesus, we're we're still here. We're still here. you know, like, you ain't, yeah. you ain't even got up to cartwheel yet, motherfucker. Like, what's what are we doing here? <laughs> and and, the,
0: and I don't know if that analogy fits because it's almost like the the cartwheel or the somersault being done by the kids today. They're all juiced up on roids and significantly more capable than what we were back thirty years ago, right? Like <laughs> there's there's a difference too in, in like pure capability.
1: Uh, <laughs> well you can do that based on size. Like yeah, you're 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 a foot and a half tall with no muscle mass when you did your first somersault, now you're a grown ass thirty year old. <laughs> and you still you still want a pat on the back for doing a fucking somersault. <laughs> so yeah it's
0: it's pretty it's pretty wild that, that how hard we're celebrating this um and you know it, the next crude mission for this is not doing until 2025 and the auditors, the nasa auditors have said, have like laughed at 2025 saying not a chance like we're not making it <laughs> like, <laughs> so it, it i don't know hooray artemis one glad you did it keep doing it keep doing some some space stuff I feel uh, like
1: if we had like a a trans astronaut, they would hurry the fuck up and get to the moon with it. But if but I, since, since it's just a bunch of normies wanting to go to fucking the moon, it's like yeah, hey, we're gonna we're gonna take our time. We're not really concerned
0: about this. Not touching it. <laughs> uh, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about our last thing. While while the U.S. is is trying to repeat the same stuff we did before, we got a a, a private company in uh, in Japan that launched the iSpace Lander. Uh, it's the first commercial company to launch a, a moon lander from anywhere. Uh, this one coming out of Japan uh, and successfully put a moon lander. So, you know, governments have done it. US, Russia, China, other places have put uh, moon landers out there. No commercial company has attempted it or I don't, maybe somebody's attempted it. I actually didn't dig that deep, but at least nobody's accomplished it uh, until till this point. And it's cool. I also don't know how I feel about it, right? Like let's say every commercial company who's just got a wild hair and wants a moonlander up there for the novelty sake of it, like how many how many things are we gonna let commercial companies just sling at the moon? I don't know yeah, if that's a good
1: idea. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I, I definitely don't think that that moon landings and space travels should ever get to the cruise ship level of of fucking like <laughs> Like, you know like I, i'm sure there was a time where you know cruises were a thing of luxury and blah 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 and now it's like i i don't know if you could pay me to get on one of those boats bro like honest to god yeah. <laughs> all right
0: while you're talking about cruise ship level there's a show on hbo, HBO. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Yeah. avenue five have you watched <laughs> yeah, it Yeah, i've
1: watched i watched the first <laughs> season i haven't watched the second season yet but yeah, like like that's a like that's where I feel like this eventually goes, you know, into a shit show of a fucking space station and travel. Like like there's still some prestige in outer space left, and we are just gonna take that all away.
0: Yeah. Well, either way, that's it. That's a year of news. That's a that's a 2022 and a year wrap up, I guess, for us here.
1: Yeah, we'll see you in another another wild year.
0: That's that's save twenty three. <laughs> I got no I faith. Know. I got no faith. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> I got no faith. This is going to be a I, shit show. You know,
1: like we we got we you know we're we're we have an election cycle that just ended, so that means we're we're gonna have another big election cycle saying, like coming that means we're up. Starting a new one. I know it means we're starting a new one, and this is the big one. It's gonna get fucking crazy. You know, uh, with all this, man. I yeah, it's this. 2023 i got i got no hopes for can't be as bad as 2020 though
0: no i think 2020 <laughs> it's, it is set such a spectacular low bar right like it's all downhill for the every, rest of the decade it, really it's ev- gotta be everybody it's needs be. every generation needs needs a good like shitty low bar year 2020's got that for for a lot of generations now um so yeah in the end nerds we'll, we'll see you in 2023 Keep hanging out over at the Nerd Cantina uh, Facebook group, conversations, memes, things. uh, Hang out over there uh, and then join us again in uh, the new year.
1: With that said, we'll see you in 2023.
0: All right. Talk to you later, nerds.